that you know it was funny because I, I, I like I said I I don't normally do Hallmark holidays, um, and but I was thinking well maybe I should do a Mother's Day message. But then I I was already set on. So th- this is where my head's at lately. You guys you guys don't mind me if I do a head dump. Uh, I'm still not out of pandemic land. That, you know, it, it, I, I think there's something in us that always wants to come back to like normal, whatever normal is. But there is no nor- there is no normal. There's the new normal. And then if if you go down the the you know the rabbit trail of life right now, uh, it doesn't seem all super secure. Everybody okay with that? The, the, the times we're living in are, are kind of weird. And so I'm, I'm constantly going, okay, well, how do I get to normal? But you don't really ever get to normal because life changes anyway, right? You have seasons of life. You move here, you do there, you, you get married, you, you have a kid, you have a grandkid. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that can happen. And, and there is no real normal. And one of the reasons I, I wanted to kind of talk about worship is that even when things are crazy, there's always the one place we can go back to, and that's coming back to God to worship Him with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Because that makes everything right in our space. Does that make sense? And so as I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll read something or, you know, you, you listen to the, you know, the, the news or whatever, it kind of throws you out of kilter. And the only way for me to get back to where I always need to be is I have to get in the presence of God and then just center myself there. And I, was, I was thinking about this is that, uh, you know, I, sometimes I'll talk to young people and they'll say, well, I'm not sure, you know, it, we, it'd be okay to bring kids into, you know, the, this situation, right? Have you ever heard that? Somebody said, you know, I don't know if I should have kids because I don't want to bring them into this world. And, and uh, you know, every generation's had that. You know, I, th- I think about Moses' mom. It's like, you know, it's like, okay, we're in slavery and they're killing all boys and uh, we shouldn't bring kids into this world. And yet she brought Moses into the world. <laughs> and the, we're here because she wasn't afraid of the time she was living in, but instead she was a worshiper of God. And she knew that no matter what, God is going to be faithful and he's going to take care of things. And so we really don't have to worry about the future. What we need to do is lift our eyes up and say, Lord, you're in charge of it all. And the good news is, uh, you, you know, even if you have a prophetic awareness, it's like, where are we in the end, in the end times? You know, we've been in the end times for 2,000 years, and now we're closer to the end times than we were 2,000 years ago, right? So, who, you know, we don't know if, if, it's, if, you know, if things are going to go bad, but we do know that God is ultimately in charge of everything. He's always faithful. Are you guys with me here? And I always have to come back to that center uh, what, you know, in, in my life because just about every week I get thrown off. You know, I'll read, you know, you, you check the stock reports. Oh, that ain't good. You know, you, you check, you know, every, you know, even the president says we're not going to have enough food. It's like, well, that doesn't sound good. You know, it's like, hey, there's a war and maybe there's a nuclear war. Well, that doesn't sound good. You, you know, you, you go through this whole thing and, you know, the pandemic's coming back around for a 16th time, you know, and you're like, that ain't good. And, and if, if you let that stuff get into your heart, instead of saying, hold on, put all that to the side, guess what? The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. So that's kind of where I'm stuck right now. Are you guys okay if I'm stuck? 
because and and I have to express it to you because uh, for all of us we're we, we're all living in this in the same crazy world, right? We don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, but we do know that God is faithful always. And one of the reasons we we sang that song is I wanted us to remember that no matter where we are, God is faithful if if we're out, out of kilter. Now um, this we're, we're just I just wanted to. This verse, we um, does everybody have a life verse? Uh, you know, or like a verse that's like this is this is one of the ones that stands out. Uh, Leonard was even saying that this is one of his. Whatever you do, and this, it, it, I have a, like a, too many life verses. Unfortunately, it's like oh, the whole book. <laughs> but but this one stands out to me too because a lot of times I feel like I'm not performing well. Uh, see, there's nothing worse than being a being a pastor, you, you know, because every week you stand up and everybody's looking at you like, man, you better say something good, you know. And people come and they visit and they, you know, they're like, this is my first time here. I don't think you're very good, you know, and and, and you, you know, or, or whatever, you know. And and so you you get this reflection back and and you know this kind of pressure can get on you. But then I, I look, it's like. Uh, are you doing it as unto the Lord? Because really, there's only one person I need to please, right? It's Jesus. And it's like, Lord, I ain't got much, but what I got, I'm giving it to you. And if, if, if people are, are blessed or they hear you through it, because really, ultimately, I don't really want to be a great preacher. Never wanted to be a, a I mean, I want to be a, a pastor's heart, but I don't, I don't want to be that great communicator. There, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my YouTube list if you're looking for great communicators. But if you're looking for someone that will constantly say, Jesus is available and he wants to speak to you because there's a word from Jesus is way better than a word from me. I mean, I've had some good thoughts, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully they came by the Holy Spirit. But when the Lord drops something in your heart, there's nothing better than that. And it can live with you for the rest of your life. It's like, remember the time the Lord spoke to you, right? And that's really my prayer whenever, whenever I'm talking. And, you know, I'm, I'm still a pretty simple person. Um, I'm still just a Christian who wants to hear God, who wants to know God, who, who, who enjoys singing. I, 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 I know that some Christians, they don't enjoy singing. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of worried about that. Because there's just something about the expression that comes through. Just God, you know, God invented music so that we could put into words our hearts. All right, all that for that. So when we come to, uh, I, I want to, I want to talk about worship today for, and and it totally ties into uh, a Mother's Day message because uh, there's three things that moms do. Moms, they teach. Do you know that? They're constantly teaching, right? Even, even uh, you know, and I, I even live with a teacher who's a mom uh, or a mom who's a teacher. And, uh, you know, sometimes you get more information as a kid than you want, right? Uh, mom's talking. It's like, it's like, okay, mom, okay, okay, I got it, got it, got it. You know, our kids, uh, you know, dads are like that too. But, you know, dads, they, they kind of, you know, it's like, okay, I'm done with you. Uh, but they teach. 
And then they also admonish, and we'll talk about this, but admonishing means to draw attention to something or once in a while to warn you away from stuff. And then moms uh, actually sing. And actually, all Christians who really want to worship, they, they're, they're singers. And, and I, I'm, so I'm, go, I'm just going to talk about these three things. Are you guys ready? Say you ready. All right, you ready. But this is what I was thinking because I'm, I'm like one of these guys that I'm like, I don't want to just teach stuff because you might not get it. I want you, so I'm going to ask you guys to work with me today. I'm, you guys are going to have to work today. Okay? I know, everybody hates it. It's like, oh, I went to church. I just want to you know, just sit here. Uh, but I'm going to make you, make you work for it. So here, let me read this verse again, and we'll just kind of go through it. It says, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. There's just something about that. God's Word is what prompts us to worship. It really is. As we read it, as like we read this morning and all those comments that we had, when God speaks to us through His Word, there's something that starts to live deeply in us. And I know that uh, I, I was actually, I was thinking of, of Leonard this morning uh, as I was putting together my notes. Because to teach means not just just instruct like all of us can you know we could probably it's like well teach me what you what you do for a living right um but there's 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 an impartation that is true to teaching and there's even something i i th- i think i made up a word today but i was thinking of leonard and i was thinking it's revelate is that a word i'm not sure but it is now <laughs> But I was thinking that, that when Leonard speaks of the Word of God, he doesn't just speak like a scholar. He speaks of one who's experienced it and, and has a passion for you to experience it the same way that he experienced it. And, and there, there's just like, that's the teaching we need, Right. It's like, I've been with God. I've been to the mountain. I got the, I got the stones. <laughs> you know, look at this. And, and then you see everybody down there, you know, they're dancing around or whatever. And you're like, no, no. Do you understand that God wants his word to live in us deeply so that we can spare, so we can sh- share those, those words with people from a heart that's not just like, oh, I learned this from a Bible study. But no, God showed me what was here. This is the kind of thing I want for all of you guys. And often this happens. And so I'm going to pause for just a minute, and I'm going to ask you guys to work. Remember I asked you, does everybody have a life verse? I want you to uh, break up into some smaller groups. Or just, you know, you guys can, you might have to stand to do this. But I want you to share one of your life verses with somebody around you. One that has revelated to you. Something that God's spoken to you. Maybe in a, in, in a time of your life you're like, I needed to hear that word. All right? I'm going to give you guys five minutes to do that. Okay? Does everybody understand the instructions? You have to share the word of God with another person. 
Okay, but don't talk too long. Okay, go ahead. You might want to stand up. Go ahead, stand up, and, and then I'll get back to my message. And I'll share with you. Okay, everybody ready? Okay, now what? Who wants to share one of their verses? Go ahead. Might need that mic again. Okay. Who would like to share their, their revelatory verse? Anybody? Okay, Maria wants to begin. I have several verses that really touch my heart. But you only get one. I just get to one. And uh, the one that touches my heart all the time is, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Amen. Proverbs. Beautiful. Yeah. Three, five, and six. Yes. Yeah, sometimes you don't know that you don't remember the address. That's okay. Huh? Oh, it was two verses. Okay. She's banished from the church. <laughs> no, it's been nice. <laughs> oh, you guys are trouble. All right. Who else wants to share? I, I, I want to hear these life verses because uh, Danielle. Go ahead. <laughs> um, my life verse is John fourteen six. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. I first learned that verse when I was six years old, wow. and I've always held on to it. Wow. That's, wow. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's beautiful. Who else? All right, Dennis. Good morning. Morning. Um, I, I can't say that it's a specific scripture, but you know, sharing with uh, Rodney and the company back here is that um, I was um, struggling with my relationship with my father, who had left when I was five, and not having a father, and I can remember driving to work one day in my mid-twenties and uh, just, you know, praying to the Lord, you know, it's like, how can I, you know, reconcile this in my heart? And he, he just said, I will be your father as clear as day. And it's like, it just, I just had this peace come over me and, uh, you know, put a scripture on it, but it was just such rhema for me that um, it really was a life-changing you know, point in my life. Amen. So. And there is a scripture for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who else? Go on, Kendra. I want to hear it. That's why we're here this morning. My life verse is 2 Timothy 1.7. For the Spirit of the Lord is not a fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And the thing that I love the most about it is it's not just the absence of something, it's the presence of something. It's not just the absence of fear, but it's the presence of power and love and a sound mind. And then I also equally love the fact that it's the absence of one thing, but the presence of three things. Like God just gives in abundance. Nice. Thank you. That's good. I heard that one in another place. 
<laughs> Not the only one. Who else? One more. Don't speak up at once. Okay. Joey's got one. Mm hmm. Recording. Um, Ephesians 6, the armor of God has become something, um, especially over the last few years, maybe three or four years actually, just learning to do that on a daily basis has turned into a daily ritual of just diving deeper of why do you have a helmet of salvation? What is it covering? Mm. And understanding how God has created us, different parts, different roles they have. It's just the armor of God has turned into more of a um, clarification on how much God has intentionally surrounded us with mm. his gifts and protection. Amen. So it's we're on the offensive. Mm. And so anyways, I can go on. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Yeah, you know, we have different verses at different times of our life, too. When we're fighting, we need certain verses. <laughs> Leonard. Uh, Ephesians um, chapter 2, verse 10, that tells us that we are God's... Oh, Lord, come on. Let me remember. God's, God's workmanship. Uh, we are His uh, workmanship created in Christ <laughs> Jesus to do good works, which He prepared in advance for us to do. And um, every morning, I ask, Lord, what is it that you have prepared for me to do today? And then my wife says, I want you to do this. I, want you to do that. <laughs> I mean, it never fails. Yeah. Uh, we know how the Holy Spirit works. <laughs> Same in my house. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. All right. I'll, sh- uh, I'll share mine. Uh, my th- is Ephesians 3 20 and 21, where he is able to do abundantly, exceedingly. More than we could ever ask or imagine uh, for his glory. Amen. So those things that live richly in our hearts are things that draw us back to God. And that was the point this morning is I want us, I, I, I entitled or I titled this thing, you know, resetting ourselves to worship. And a lot of times we lose our way and we need something that can reset us. And one, one, the fastest way to reset is back to those verses that have directed us at certain times of our life or taught us at certain times of our life. Real quick, second thing is the admonitions. Uh, it says that we're supposed to be speaking to one another and teaching one another. Now, a lot of times we're like, okay, well, we'll let the pastor do that. But it's actually something we are doing, do collectively. And it's very important in families uh, for us to be sharing with one another. What is it that the Lord is teaching us or encouraging uh, uh, from us? Uh, what, what is it he's asking uh, us to pay attention to? Because that's what admonition means. It means pay attention to this. And, you know, pretty much on a daily basis, uh, Jendi and I, since uh, we're, we're, we're together a lot, you know, we download what it is that the Lord's doing, uh, you know, or what we, we feel he's doing or what we need him to do uh, because we have kids and grandkids still. Uh, it's just, you know, you're like, Lord, you got to help us uh, with these things. 
But one of the things that, that uh, I'll take us back to Mother's Day, uh, another word for admonition is to warn. And uh, I don't know about you, but my mom, she, she warned me about a whole bunch of things. Uh, and the Lord wants, wants us as well to be warned, not in a, I mean, when we warn, it's like, don't touch that stove. Uh, when we're warned away, what do we want to do? We want to go that way, right? We want to, we want to test. And I remember uh, some years ago, it, it, I, I was talking with someone and I was like, I, I've learned so much from experience in the world. Uh, I could just write a book of all the things you don't do and then hand it to a young person and then they would not make any mistakes. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be a great book? Actually, there is a book in the Bible, the, the Proverbs, but I have my own mistakes. <clears throat> but um, they, they said to me, it doesn't matter if you do that because they'll never, they won't, they won't follow it. It, first, they won't read it, but if they do read it, they won't follow it because everybody has to make their own mistakes. But do we? No, because it says to admonish one another. Uh, I, I would love for us to pay attention to one another uh, when it comes to what is it that the Lord's, uh, you know, has done in our life. Because I could tell you a lot of things. I could save you a lot of time. Uh, and you guys could save me a lot of time of things, mistakes that you have made. And so I want to encourage us as, as part of our worship, you know, the Lord saying, okay, I want you this world, word to dwell in you richly. Now give it out in encouragements, instructions, and warnings to one another. Okay. So will you warn some people time, from time to time? Okay. I, I, you're like, what? I got, I got to warn them. But have you ever seen somebody go in the wrong direction? Okay. Anybody near you? And we wish that they would hear the Holy Spirit, but sometimes they don't. But God's given us the Holy Spirit and put us in that, in that context to say, hey, can I, can I, do you mind if I, can I have permission to say something to you? And if they give you permission, then just go ahead and share with them the good stuff. Because a lot of times they'll be so thankful. Uh, for you later. Okay, last but not least, <clears throat> singing. The Bible says that we should, what's it, how's, how's, it, how's it put? That we should be teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in our hearts to God. <clears throat> okay, everybody wants, it's like, what's psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs? Well, there's something about our life that makes us want to sing when God's doing something wonderful in it. Now, I don't know about you, but I am a kind of person that I always have a song in my head. Always. If you see me around the campus, like during the, you'll know that I'm either singing, humming, or whistling all day long. Why the Lord put these songs in my heart, I have no idea. And lately, I, I think that some people, uh, they feel they're not musical, so they feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't sing or, uh, you, you know, those kind of things. And I want to give you permission today that the Bible tells you that you should have psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Why does he give us all those categories? What is he talking about? I don't think he's trying to talk about a bunch of categories like, yeah, you get your psalms out and, you, you know, you got some hymns and then you got some spiritual songs. We, we could go down that road. But I think he's just like, let it out. 
from whatever direction it comes. <laughs> Let it out. And I wanted to close this morning uh, with a song that's been stuck in my head. And I, I, I want it to stick in your head. Uh, I, I, it, it's a song that I, I, uh, Brooke and, and company, our worship team, will probably bring in in the next few weeks. Um, but it's just it's something that's like I can't get it out of my head. And it, I think that's the way the Lord wants to work. He wants, you know, us to have these worship songs in our minds so that we as well can experience the fullness of just saying, Lord, I want to reset my life. I want to get right back to you. So will you indulge me by listening to a song? It's in a key. It's a little high to sing. Uh, so I'm going to just have you listen to it. But it, it should stick in your brain and you'll be good for the rest of the week if you don't already have a song in your mind. Okay, and we'll, we'll almost close with this. I have one more thing I want to do. All right. Well, with that, I hope our hearts are full uh, this morning. God bless you. May his face shine greatly upon all of us as we walk through uh, this week together. God bless you. Uh, we have some some food and things. If you're a mom and you didn't get one of those glorious uh, gel jams, uh, please pick one one of those up. Uh, guys, don't even don't even think about sneaking in there. Oh, Dean's already got his. <laughs> we love you all. Have a great rest of your day and uh, be blessed. All right, we'll see you soon. Bye bye.